All right, welcome everyone. We're on another podcast tonight. We have Myra with Crafting by Myra. <laughs> okay, okay, I gotta get the giggles out. The giggles, the giggles. I thought you said giggles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, fuck tits. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome to another podcast of Modern Craft. Tonight in our studio, we have Miss Myra Aguilar. She is the beautiful face you see on Crafting by Myra. Welcome, welcome. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Thanks You're so much good. <laughs> for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so, funny thing, I will say. Um, did y'all know that we went to the same high school? That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? I think that's out of all the people, out of all the things we could have in common, I still find that crazy. I find it just insane. So I, well, not me, uh, Scott, a.k.a. Mr. Sparkles, was the one who kind of stumbled upon your profile. And he was like, look at this girl's cups. They're awesome. You should collab with her. And then it turned out we found out that you were local that you were in Houston so then after we find that out we we ended up finding out that you live in A-Leaf and I was like whoa I lived in A-Leaf mm -hmm. and then I find out well what high school did you go to you went to Elsick. I went to Elsick, and so we kind of found out the backwards way yeah um I was I was really um it blew my mind so I feel like we are like best friends now me too and I think it's really cool because I love to rep A-Leaf like I like to rep where I'm from so mm -hmm. same same Yes, the leaf. So, right. uh, yeah, the last time we um, talked and we hung out, we were able to chat about um, our old stomping ground. And um, we talked about um, your your clubhouse and you were introducing me to clubhouse and this, this new thing. Mm -hmm. um, kind of share with us what clubhouse is because I know that there's a bunch of readers out there and a bunch of followers on Instagram and Facebookers are out there. They don't really know what clubhouse is about. If you could sum it up all in one and tell us what it's about what it does and how people can use that what would you say so clubhouse is like i guess a new up and coming i wouldn't say new new um i'm not sure exactly when you know they rolled out with this app i just discovered it this year um but it's a great place if you're starting if you're trying to get on tiktok and trying to explore and venture out there if you're trying to get on youtube and trying to blow up there um even instagram they OG huge creators, and I'm talking about like millions of followers on all of these platforms, go on Clubhouse, host these rooms, and give 100% free advice, free tips, tell you how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, thousands of people are in this room, and it's sort of a like a podcast. It's an audio-only app, um, and it's interactive um, in the way that you can raise your hand to ask a question, and then you're invited up to what they call what we know as like the stage. Mm -hmm. um, so you can share your thoughts, add something of value, ask a question to whatever the topic is. But you basically plug in your interests, um, kind of like you did when you got on Pinterest. You plug in what you're into. Mm -hmm. And then it collectively starts to bring these groups that you might be interested in. And these groups are rooms that are hosted by people um, with so many areas of expertise and do these rooms get saved like these conversations saved, no. or do you have to catch them live you have to catch them live oh. which is at first a lot of people are like well then why do I want to get on clubhouse I don't care about it but I feel like you're just missing out because a lot of the things that I feel like I found out 
in regards to YouTube, in regards to Instagram, new things that I otherwise wouldn't have known. I found it all on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, the only downside, I guess, is that it is an iPhone only app right now. Okay. So um, I believe you can download it on your iPad and you have to be invited. So I found that out. Mm-hmm. So I tried to go on there. Oh, you should have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, Scott was trying to go on and then that's when he told me, um, we, we were trying to figure it out together mm-hmm. right after we spoke and I kind of went on there and I said, well, I think I have to be, I have to have some kind of secret knock or something to get into no. the clubhouse. It's kind of a little annoying, um, but you basically, you are able to download the app and create an account, but it's almost like a pre-start. You're not actually started on the app until somebody invites you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that person almost gets credit for inviting you. Um, they don't. When I say credit, they just they show up on your profile as you were invited by this person. Right. Um, but um, once they send you that link and you're able to join, you can join whatever groups you want or anything like that. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a great place for someone who's trying to maybe get started. Um, they have different groups like beginners or the how to start an Instagram, how to be successful on Instagram, what's new on Instagram. There's just so many things that you can find on there that I've found that otherwise I wouldn't have. You know what I mean? Okay. So you would just search the titles on yeah. on just like a one big subject. Right. And you're able to follow people. So for example, say you got on and then you started following me. Every time I host a room, it's going to notify you. Mm-hmm. And then you decide whether you look on the topic and stuff, if you want to join mm-hmm. or not, join the, the room and you're able to listen in on the conversation. You don't have to participate if you don't want to. You could stay in the audience and just listen and take it all in. Um, but if you had a question, most of the time you can. I will say the bigger groups, those are harder for your questions to get answered because they try to bring up a lot of people in like an hour. And these right. are people that like obviously have busy schedules. So it's harder to, you know, get things answered there. But most of the time, the same question you have, somebody else does. So it gen- most of the time it gets answered. Right. Um, but, and then you can also follow groups that you like. So we've built a group on there and I've tried to invite people on Instagram by just providing the swipe up link. And then once those invites are done, I have to kind of wait a little bit. And then the app kind of gives me more. So you, once you run out, it's not like, you're, okay, that's it. You're done. No, they give you more. Um, I think it's either weekly or something like that. I don't know that okay. much about it, but yeah. Well, yeah, everybody, you uh, kind of got a little 411 on the clubhouse. We'll have to go and it's just an app you download. Yeah. And, and it's a guy with a hat. It's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're <laughs> like, is this the right one? <laughs> yeah. I did notice that. Tell us about your, um, why don't you tell us about the article that you had in Voyage Houston? Yeah. So uh, they reached out to me and I'm not really sure how they found me. Usually the way people reach out to you through Voyage is, People, I guess, kind of nominate you or you're, like, known. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, no, it was Jose and it was my friend Brooke from Teach Over the Rainbow. She's mm-hmm. also a teacher on Instagram. Um, I guess they nominated me. You can nominate, you know, people from your city. And they're also in L.A. And they're in other cities. I just know about Houston mostly. And they basically reach out to you and say, hey, we want to feature you on your ma- on our magazine, your small business. Um, 
send us, you know, a few pictures, tell us a little bit about what you do. And um, I thought, like, I'm a little fish in this big ocean. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not a very, like, known magazine, but to me it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. I thought that Um, was awesome. I, you know, my parents, they were just so happy, and you're able to order, you know, a copy of it, so to keep it at home, and I have that framed. It's just, you know, accomplishments here and there that – the little ones that I like to celebrate. Um, and they actually reached out to me recently cause they want to do like a feature of H town, like small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually need to get on the ball on that cause you have a certain time frame to do it mm-hmm. um, before they move on to other people. Right. Um, but it's pretty cool. And then once you do it, you're able to nominate like, Hey, tell us about other small businesses in Houston who are doing big things. And so you're able to surprise somebody with, Hey, guess what? I nominated you for you. And they don't have to do it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, that leads me to my next question. How did you get involved in cups and resin art? I heard you had a funny story. I do. Um, I guess it's not that funny. Sometimes I feel like I'm funnier than I really am. <laughs> but so it started back in 2017. Um, I was still in undergrad and I was in undergrad for you know, getting my teaching certification, um, as well as speech pathology. So I double majored for those people who don't know, because I just wasn't, I was really passionate about both careers and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I double majored. And when I was an undergrad, I worked, um, at the center for hearing and speech. And that's kind of where my passion for teaching grew. And then I started to see really cute teacher shirts. And then I started to actually student teach in public schools. Um, and at U of H we're required to do a whole year most colleges require, you know, just one semester. So I started to see how teachers would like make their own t-shirts with, you know, this thing called a cricket. And I was like, what is a cricket? And when I would Google it, I literally would type in the word cricket, like the insect. I don't even know if it's an insect, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) yeah, the bug. And then it popped up for me and I was like, what is this thing? And I've always loved to craft. Like in high school, I would do the boys soccer teams banners. Um, I was also like in the Spanish club doing all the decorations and things like that. And I was on drill team. I just loved, I've loved different forms of art. Right. Um, so when I got it for myself, it was initially just to, you know, create t-shirts. That's all I really wanted to do. It's like, Jose didn't find that reasonable. So you want this machine that's hundreds of dollars just to make t-shirts for yourself. Why not? Okay. (laughs) But we did it. And, um, then, my coworkers really liked what the things that I was coming up with and they were like, Hey, you know, make one for me. And it kind of, that took off. And then I went on Pinterest and I saw a pair of pencil shoes and I was like, Oh my gosh, the pencil shoes. I have to have those. Same thing with the coworkers again. And then one day I happened to stumble upon a pencil tumbler mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Like, how can I get one of those? And I'm not sure who was making them. Cause when I clicked, on the Etsy shop, it was no longer available, like either, either closed down or something. But I started like looking into like the hashtags on YouTube, what it was from. And then it pulled up videos of tutorials and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh my God, this is something I could do. So I bugged Jose and he built me a Turner. Um, that makes a lot of noise now, but, um, I still have it cause <laughs> it's like the first one, you know, memorabilia. Um, And I made myself a pencil tumbler. And from then, I discovered Facebook groups. So Um, the pencil tumbler was actually the first tumbler. That was the first one for myself. Wow. Uh And I thought I was like 
hot stuff walking around with it and then co-workers were like oh my gosh and that's when it really started to take off and then Jose was like you should really think about like branching out into maybe Etsy and I was like no way like who am I to be going on Etsy like I'm no one you know what I mean I'm just a chick who likes craft but then as people more people and friends of friends and family friends and friends of family friends started to reach out wanting it kind of started to get overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I wanted one place where everybody could go like stop telling me you want to order from me here's where you can go um and I did it and I did it because he pushed me um and I opened an Etsy shop and I eventually started selling them, but I started in 2017. I didn't start selling until like summer, fall of 2018. So were you just doing them for, for gifts myself or for yourself? Or gifts? My sister, no joke, has about 40 of my tumblers Wow! because I wanted, <laughs> you know, I wanted to put them in a strip pile. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you have your strippers and you just want to strip them all. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really bad about doing that. And she would come over and she would be like, but it's, it's perfect. It's per- like imperfectly beautiful and all that. I'm like, if you want it, take it. So she has all of my first. So I really should like do like a picture of what those used to look like. But it took me a year before I really wanted to like a year of that, the point where I started. Then I eventually got into practicing. Right. And then it was like, okay, let me create a space where people can go shop. And so all of that took a year before I started to actually sell. Right. And that's what I usually tell people. Like, you want to make sure that you have done all of your, you know, you've crossed all your T's, mm-hmm. you've dotted all your I's, you've you've made sure that you've gone through all the flaws mm-hmm. and the sticky cups, the mm-hmm. chipped cups, the ones that are too thin yeah. or too wobbly. You can make sure that you can fix all of these these cups before you go and start taking people's money for them. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who feel like, you know, have this huge misconception about the word perfection. But for me, I really wanted to perfect my craft. I know it's never going to be perfect, but I like my things to look as close to that as possible. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's stressful. It stresses me out. It's unnecessary stress, but that's who I am. And I love my cups that way. You know, I do take my time. Um, and there are some people who are like, well, it's never going to be perfect. So let me just half ass it. And you can definitely tell a cup that took time apart from one that was like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Um, we know it's handmade, but yes, there are steps that yes. you are supposed to take. Right. Yes. Like the whole, you know, there may be some flaws. Sure. Maybe like a small little where you run your finger and it's not even a bump, but you know, whatever, but your cup should not be lumpy. It should be able to sit flat on a desk. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so things like that, that it's like, you really should care about that because it's the longevity of the cup. that's going to bring your people back to you. Exactly. So I, it's fun. Something that like, I never saw myself doing, you know, it's, I went into teaching, went to school to do, to be a teacher, something I'm really passionate about to doing this and it was crazy I was very um insecure about it like do I really want to do this do I really want to take this leap but all these strangers on the internet were like do it and they supported (laughs) me and they had my back so that's that's amazing uh what is your favorite cup um style cup technique cup Mm -hmm. what is your favorite go-to right (laughs) I feel like I really thrive with hydro dips Hydro dips. Mm -hmm. 
Really? Mm-hmm. And you do, so like you don't drop the marble paints. You do the spray. Mm-hmm. You do it old school in mm-hmm. a bucket. Mm-hmm. And okay. if it doesn't turn out how I want it, I acetone that sucker and try again. Really? A lot of people think like, your hydro dips are beautiful. And I'm like, thanks. And sometimes they don't know that that one took like four tries. I mm-hmm. cannot do a hydro dip to save my life. And I feel like you're going to say your favorites are like, what, Milky Ways? Why does everybody think that? <laughs> because you're really good at them. You're really good at them and you have an eye for your colors. Um, no, I, I really like my signature. Mm. I'm re- I'm, your three-tone? Yes. Yeah. I'm really, I really love the way it just kind of collides with sparkle and mm-hmm. the way it plays with the light mm-hmm. and the way the texture kind of bleeds into the fine and it's just very so elegant and I fun fact that's how that. I found you on YouTube that's how I knew really you mm-hmm. that's how you found me huh mm-hmm. that was the number one most um screenshot picture I think and it was floating around everywhere Who, whose cup is this whose cup is this I want this cup can somebody oh make gosh. me this cup and it was just it was so funny because a lot of like people were just so protective of that is that is a screenshot and you should probably ask a person who made it her <laughs> her signature is right there on the cup you should ask her yeah. and I was like guys calm down yeah it's cool it's cool yeah. because the glitter that was on it was my was my secret glitter this was long before I even sold glitter wow so yeah it was um it was my own mix from my own private stash that only one person in this world has Wow. So I still hold on to it. Yeah. Really dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's but beautiful. Thank you. That's how I found you. Yes. I am. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm a fan of the Milky Way. I, I love it. When I made it, I wasn't intentionally, in, I wasn't intending it to be what the viral thing that it went mm-hmm. to be. Um, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a little, it, it wasn't what I was going for. I will say that. It wasn't That's what I funny. was going for. It was it was supposed to be like a vein and it ended up sliding all over the cup. Hmm. And I used too much heat on it and I wanted it just a spider vein. Yeah. Like like a bolt of lightning. Because that's what it did on one of the first two cups that I did. Um, there is a um, kind of like a like a high flash white and silver with a black, like black ink splatter on there. And it kind of webbed out. I was trying to do that. And I think I let my resin sit too long and that's why it did it. And when I did this Milky Way crap, it kind of just slid like a mudslide down Mm -hmm. the cup and people loved it. So I was like, okay, I guess. And so, but no, those aren't my favorite cups. Mm. I think it's, it's, it's so non-controlled that yeah, that's why I'm. It, it makes me a little yeah, a little uneasy. You're like me then, because yeah, I thrive on like being able to have control over it, and maybe that's why I like hydro dips. Really? Yeah, because I can just wipe it off and start over. See, my hydro, the last hydro dips I did were like a, a runny mess. Yeah, and then sometimes. Sometimes they're really nice. Yeah. When they're just like pow, yeah. they just like they hit, you're like, ooh. Yeah. And you do a dance. Yeah. <laughs> you do a dance. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Um, okay. So 
Um, let's talk about the big, the big reason you're sitting in this chair here talking to all of us. <laughs> what everybody wants to know. How did you get 31.4 thousand followers on Instagram? Um, it's, I feel like it happened by accident and it's funny how, like, I feel like when you're really pure in your heart about what you want to do, you know, good things happen. And Mm -hmm. my mom's always told me that she's always like, just lead from the heart. And so when I started the Instagram page, it's crazy because all I took was a choice, the Mm -hmm. choice to start the page. That's it. Right. Right. And that's why I'm sitting where I'm sitting at. And like, I've, you know, cultivated this like following that really likes to see my content and things like that and I was really afraid to because I was telling you earlier I'm not for everyone and Mm -hmm. so I thought like wow I really have to filter myself here and it sucks and I don't like to go live and I don't like to show my face and so I was very afraid to even go through with like continuing to be consistent on the app for that reason you know, other teachers, are they going to judge me and like my family? And so all of these things, but I eventually just put that to the side, decided that my Instagram page was going to be for my business. And that was my space. And if Mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody in my space, they weren't going to be in my space. So I use my block finger really fast when I have to, um, Because social media can be very toxic at times. And so the reason I led there, the reason I landed there was because Facebook groups were full of mean girls. Like, and I saw how like they treated other girls and you can ask a question without being chewed out alive. So I just gave up on them and I decided I'm going to Instagram. And I felt like it was more of like they were the younger people were too. And I just stayed to myself. I started to eventually... Like my posts that are archived from like a year ago, you would laugh because you, you know, I was when I was making T-shirts and other things. Um, but I decided like, what do I really want to do? And I had to let go of like the pencil shoes and other things that I used to make that I didn't want to focus on that because I needed to put all of my energy and my focus into cups because that's where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just started posting not to make a sale. But to show my work, to show the work that I had done. These were all cups that I had worked on for orders. And so it was, my intention was pure. It wasn't to blow up. It wasn't to go somewhere with it. It was, I'm proud of what I'm doing. So I want other people to see, you know, the work that I'm doing. And I don't know, maybe you'll like the picture because you just like the cup. Or maybe you'll like the picture because you like me and you know me. Maybe you don't know me, but you think that I'm funny or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like from the beginning, I just led from the heart and eventually started growing. Um, and I, I do I do think it's a lot of hard work because I batch create my content on like mostly Sundays when I sit down and photograph. And if I'm dipping, I do them all in one day so that I have videos for about two weeks. So I have content to post to my feed. Because the thing with Instagram is like if you want to grow, you have to be consistent. And a lot of people don't like that answer because they're like, well, I don't have time. And I feel like for... For the most part, not for everyone, because it's not that black and white, but you do make time for the things that you really care about. And so for me, it was like, well, I really do care about this. And I remember admiring other Tumblr makers who were at like 7,000 when I was at like 400. And I was like, oh my gosh, one day. Um, And I found the tricks. I found what worked. I listened to, you know, content creators. I listened to other small business owners who were successful and they were like, be consistent, show up in your stories every day. 
And so I did. And people think you have to show up on your stories. And it's not really, you don't have to show your face, especially because me, I'm not always feeling myself. So I'll post what, you know, I'm aligned with quotes, teacher things that are funny that teachers relate to, um, things like that. I will come on stories every once in a while, but it's obviously not my thing. And I did, I like, I'm the living proof that you don't have to do what everybody else tells you to do the whole you have to go live you I never went live you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I still and it's like okay well you're one of the few no it's just you have if you're you don't have to do all of the things you don't have to check all of those boxes if you focus on the boxes that are important to you and you do those consistently you're going to see results and so I never wanted to be like bullied into going live um so I I didn't and I don't um I also had a lot of like bigger teacher pages reach out to me and say, Hey, can we purchase a Tumblr from you to include in this giveaway for teachers? And that put me in front of so many teachers. I mean, thousands and thousands of teachers. And that's who my main audience is. That's who I mainly serve, you know, teachers, because I am one because I can relate to them because I know what we find funny and we can relate to each other. But for me, it was them, and then they would show their friends. And, I mean, if you just think about United States, like, how many teachers are there? You know what I mean? I'm in Texas, but all these teachers who follow me from everywhere. Um, So it's kind of mind-blowing to me how that works, and word of mouth is, like, really powerful. And if somebody bought a Tumblr for me and they found me on Instagram, they would go and tell their coworkers. You know, other people would ask, and it was just like a domino effect. And in a blink of an eye... I remember looking and I was like, it's been eight months and I was sitting at like 17,000 followers. I went from like, I think at that point when I had checked, it was like 3,000 to like 18,000 in eight months. And it was crazy, but it was consistent. Like it didn't happen out of nowhere. You know what I mean? I did put in the work, but. Because I remember when I had first um, spotted your page, you were hovering about 10,000. Yeah, and that right there mm-hmm. was probably about a year ago. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably less than that. I want to say less than a year ago because it was right about the time we were moving into the warehouse. Um, and so you went from 10,000 to where you're at now, which is 31.4. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, yeah, like you said, it was a domino effect. Yeah. Um, yes, we want the big number, but with that big number – What are the benefits that come with having a big following? So to a certain extent, I do believe that like, okay, it's not all about numbers. I do agree with that. But at the same time, you can't be that hypocritical because it is. The the more people that follow you, the bigger the audience that can possibly purchase from you. Correct. So yeah, to a certain extent, following does matter. Um, And... I feel like the bigger your audience, you have to give them a reason to interact because the way the Instagram algorithm works for most of my followers, they don't even see me because I don't interact enough. So I'm not shown on their feed. I don't Mm -hmm. even come up. I could post on stories every hour and I won't come up on theirs because they're interacting with on a daily with 30 other pages. Mm -hmm. So I just happen to not be, I may be at the end of that. You know what I mean? That scroll. Um, so it's really providing things of value and that's where like, for me, it's obviously tumblers. That's where it comes in. It's them getting to know 
not just my page, but like what I look like. So they can put a face to a name and being very vulnerable, which can be hard. Um, and I feel like people who go live, that's what you're doing. You're being vulnerable. Um, for me, I do that with my posts. Mm-hmm. So I get real. I show them what I do. Um, I talk about what I struggle with because I do struggle like on a daily. Sometimes I just I'm in a funk and I have like a creative block where I just don't want to do anything. Um, and that came from like burnout from those custom orders that I no longer do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, the bigger th- your audience is. Just think about the domino effect that who they tell. They tell their friends. They tell their family. They tell their friends. They tell their... It's just crazy. You know, you don't have to worry about... We could all be on the same street, all selling cups, and it does not matter because we can all serve different people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like a lot of people think, oh my God, but there's so many people who do what we do. Yes, that's true, but if you constantly go into worrying about that with that mindset, that's the block. It like spins you off your tracks. You're no longer focused on the goal. Um, so for me, that was very easy to do because I loved what I did. So posting it and photographing my things with like going with the theme of whatever we're season we're in, whatever holiday we're near. Um, that was kind of just my thing. And I, I still do that. I go off with it. So for me, Posting to my feed once a day is all I can do for my bandwidth of work right now. Right. Posting to stories, I try no less than like 10 a day. Um, wow, 10 a day. And mm-hmm. here I am thinking that one a day, two a day is... No, and then the thing about stories, those are the things... If I'm on lunch break, that's what I'm going to click on first. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to scroll. I'm going to click on the stories. Mm-hmm. So if you're posting once at least every hour, say I posted, I don't know, at noon... And your lunch break wasn't till three. You probably won't see my story because from noon to three, other people have uploaded to their stories. So they're going to be first. Okay. However, if I post at three and you go to on your break at 315, hey, look, there I am. And you've just, you know what I mean? The exposure from that. Um, so, yeah, stories is very important because that's the first thing people see. It's not your it's not your feed or your your post it's stories and then when they see your story they're like oh this is interesting i wonder what she's posted lately and then that's how they go to your instagram profile and start checking out your stuff i see i see mm-hmm. okay more stories more write stories. that down <laughs> <laughs> all right um well where do you see yourself in you've rapidly grown yeah rapidly grown and um it's you seem to have a very um great grip on um where you're taking your business and Mm -hmm. um where you want to go with this and what the the future is your oyster my dear you know like you can go anywhere with this right now you have a lot of eyes on you where do you see yourself in five years That's so crazy because I have so many plans, but I feel like every time I make plans, God laughs at me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he sends me a different, you know, through a different direction. Um, So I'm trying not to plan, but I would love to, you know, be as successful on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I I love helping other people. You know, I became a teacher by choice. Nobody forced me into it. (laughs) Nobody threatened me to do it. I love to teach, but... My strength is teaching kids, and I feel like with adults, it's different, and I possibly could do it, but I want to be able to provide that value, everything I've learned, you know, things that I learned the hard way, 
I want to do that on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I want to do it for free. You know what I mean? I want to put that out there for people to go have a place to do it. Um, And I feel like more people are doing it and it's a great thing. It's a good thing. So I don't know. In five years, I could tell you that like, oh my gosh, I would love to have, you know, a platform on YouTube that's consistent. Who knows? (laughs) Right, right. So, so teaching and instructing and Mm -hmm. just positivity building is, is, is what you thrive on and and showing people the way to their own success and their own um, growing. And something that you said to me earlier kind of stuck with me a while back. You said the more people that sit at the table. And so I kind of, things that I feel like hit me, that's one of them. I feel like I carry that with me now. So five years from now, if I've collaborated with so many people in the past year, I only look forward to however you could you imagine like, I don't know, what if, you know, bigger companies start to reach out? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Craft stores, you know what I mean? Collaborating, creating content with them. Like, I feel like that for me, that would be like a huge big deal. That would be a huge goal, Um, especially because of where I come from, where we started, all of that, all of that matters to me. So who knows? (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, you, if I were to tell you where we were a year ago, it would have looked very different from where I'm sitting right now. So in this, in this market, in this industry, in this time right now, I always tell folks, don't get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Don't plant roots, right? You have to keep and be ready at all times yeah and be flexible to change yeah because this is not going to look the same no a year from now and you can't stay planted in this one way of creating or crafting or mm-hmm. or just it it's going to change um so i always like to hear what people say when i when I ask them, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself still making cups? Do you mm-hmm. see yourself speaking? Do you see yourself doing the same thing? Do you see yourself retired? Do you see yourself doing something completely different? You yeah. know, running a restaurant, you know, yeah. doing something completely different. Yeah. Living your dreams somewhere completely, you know, moving across the country. I don't know. Yeah. I always like to feel people out to see what they're going to say because I am one person who, like you said, when you make plans, God laughs. I always found myself successful when I kind of go with my, just like my feeling, Mm -hmm. my, my voice that's Mm -hmm. inside. Like I listen to God a lot and I, like he tells me, Mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to do. When I listen to myself and I say, this is what I'm going to do. And I have like a tunnel vision and I, it's going to go this way. And this is the way it's going to be. It goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it just burns to shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's awful. But when I leave myself open to other possibilities, it goes amazingly well. And yeah. I, I don't have this struggle. Right. It's, it's, it's called a struggle. It's my struggle. When I'm doing it on my terms, I struggle. Yeah. But when I'm very fluid and open, to change and I'm not stubborn and I'm not planted down trying with one. Trying to control everything. Trying to control everything, <laughs> yes. I have more success and I'm happier. Yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. And I tell people when they ask me similar questions, I'm like, I thought I was successful a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was happy with where I was. I was grateful. 
Um, I felt very blessed. So I feel successful now, mm-hmm. you know? And so when they tell me, oh my gosh, I want to do this, or I want to be where you're at, or I want to have the following you have, I'm just like, just think what you could do in a year. Cause I mean, a year ago I didn't have, you know, I wasn't where I am now. Um, so I just feel like as long as you're doing what you love to do, but like my main focus and what's most important is leading from your heart, whether it's creating cups, whether it's whatever you're doing, I feel like what anything bad could come from that. You know what I mean? Could come from you doing what you love. I feel like the opposite. So many people hold on to like, but I'm scared. And I feel like that's, that's what holds you back. Right. Stops you on your tracks. Yeah. I always say to people, don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Don't be scared. Yeah. Take risk. Mm -hmm. When you say lead by the heart, that is an awesome thing to say to people because your true self and your true intentions are always going to lead you and come through and people can see through the bullshit. Oh, for sure. always tell them that. And you have to be 100% because if not, they're going to sniff you out yeah, and they're going to see it and you can't fake that. Yeah. What I tell people, don't let them steal your joy. Yeah. You're going to have to stop comparing yourself to what that other person's doing. I am guilty of it. When I see myself slipping or if I'm not spending enough time in the craft studio or if I'm just bumming around Mm -hmm. having a pity party for myself – I always see myself, well, look what that person's doing. Man, they're so much better that than That was me. That was me when I was working on custom yeah. orders. I, wasn't ha- <laughs> I didn't have time to create. So it was like, oh, my gosh, that cup's so cute. She came up with that, and I'm working on custom orders. Yeah, you know what I mean? like they're going to be so much better than me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, get out of that way of thinking. And Yeah, at the end of the day, do it, it comes down to like there could be a cup that's going viral that you really want to recreate, and you can try your hardest. But you're you and that person's them. So mm-hmm. you can try to replicate, but it's never going to be the same. And yeah. I tell people all the time, I can't even recreate my own cups. So Right. Sometimes they come out home run and sometimes it's like straight in the dirt. Yep. Wish for the best. <laughs> and yeah. Yes. But yeah, I think that's a big deal because I feel like it's and that's why I got off of Facebook. I feel like it was very toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, it and- can be. It, it can it can really if you're not in the you. right, yeah. If yeah. you're not in the right groups, if you're not in the right mindset, it can be very toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got on Instagram, and like you said earlier, the times are changing, and Facebook's still a big deal. That's like the main place besides YouTube where you can find tutorials and help. But more and more people are, you know, growing extremely fast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people took off on TikTok, but you know, more and more people are growing fast on Instagram and so I feel like that's really important but also you have to keep in mind like what are you going to do when Instagram's no longer there right have you built a community that knows where to go mm-hmm. do you have a website do you know like do you have a place another platform and that's why I encourage people get on all the platforms it doesn't matter if you don't post consistently I don't post consistently on TikTok but I'm on there mm-hmm. um and now obviously starting with YouTube I'm going to be consistent in creating content for that but you want to be in as many places as possible for people to be able to reach you if one day Instagram doesn't work. Last two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, Instagram wasn't working for like an hour. Right. I was, I was there. People flipped. I was like, what is going on with Instagram? You remember that, Scott? I was, 
I was like, why is my Instagram working? Oh my gosh. But then I was like, oh well. And I just closed my phone and yeah. went on to my Facebook. Yeah. And then I just went on about my day. I didn't think much of it, but it was bizarre. And people were losing their mind. Like, what is going on? And so imagine if one day it's gone. You know what I mean? I have 31,000 followers. That's great. But I have trained my audience, my followers. This is where you can find me. This is where you right. can find me. You want to know when my next radio ship is? This is where you can find it. So really having a place for them to go afterwards too is yeah. really important. I'm very big on kind of having my hand in different places. Mm-hmm. So I have my website, my Facebook groups, I have a podcast and I have Yeah, I don't know my, how you do that. <laughs> I have my YouTube, <laughs> I got struggle my Instagram. With- <laughs> and he got my TikTok. I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. So in case if something crashes, mm-hmm. like hey, hey, hey. I'm covered. Mm-hmm. I'm covered somewhere. So, yeah. yeah. Um, that prices. That is a good tip to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. And also, like, people forget, too. There's new people joining and following your account. So, yeah, you've said something, I don't know, 10 times before. But guess what? These people that are new, they don't know. Mm-hmm. So you have to constantly repeat and recycle the same information. And some of your followers might get tired of it, but they're not going to unfollow you. Mm-hmm. They know that it's educational. Um, and if anything, it kind of rings a bell. And like with myself, things change. How to order changes. Things right. that I'm offering. So constantly educating them. Like you can't be mad if they don't know. You know what I mean? Like right. it's your responsibility too. If if that's your goal to sell, you know, and have e-commerce, you have to be responsible for like telling them how they can do that and repeating yourself 50 yeah, times Yeah, because you can't rely on – like right now, for instance, what we're going through is – people aren't being notified when I go live Mm -hmm. and I'm telling them guys you're gonna have to stop relying on this one account to tell you because things get changed Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the algorithm I don't know if your settings got changed I don't know if an update happened I always tell I don't tell turn your post notifications on turn your post notifications on and Mm -hmm. if if that doesn't work then you can find me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and I will post there and Mm -hmm. It's a belt and suspenders coverage. Yeah. You need to go, if if you can't be 100% here, you then go over here yeah. and make sure, and I will go post in both. You'll be notified about yeah. something. Um, so I always tell them that to yeah. be 100% double coverage, triple yeah. coverage. So, um, well, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We are going to be collaborating mm-hmm. next month. I'm so excited. Oh, like, it's going to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> if I could dance right now, I would. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to that. So It's going to go down. I'm really excited. I've been, um, I've been kind of doing something different in each month's box, the Magic Mailer. It's a subscription. Um, and last year it was take me somewhere and it was my little stories of places I went to and traveled to and the, the glitters and the pastes and the powders and everything, they all were named after places or memories or this year it's me collaborating with friends and vendors and lots of influencers. And so, um, this month it was, uh, take me to Wonderland and we got to do a vendor collaboration. And then last month before that, it was take me to Mardi Gras. And then before that, it was take me to the pyramids. And, uh, before that it was take me to 1920. And so this 
Next one, I'm not going to give you all too many details because it's a secret. Y'all ain't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Myra is going to be taking the wheel on this one, and she is going to go ham on this box. And so I'm really excited. Um, It's going to be something uh, very different than all the boxes that I put out. Um, And then she's going to be in there. So y'all are in for a treat. If y'all have, if you are not a part of Magic Mailers, I have limited seats. Um, So each month I kind of sometimes open it up just to see if we can fill in any of the seats. Usually it's full, um, but um, they are exclusive and they are um, first time reveals and they've never been listed on the site. Um, And sometimes they don't even get listed on the site. Mm -hmm. So it is a very special treat for everybody if mm-hmm. you uh, if you're a magic mailer subscriber. So Miss Myra will be in that box next month. So if you're in, you're in, and it's gonna yeah. be epic. Well, thank you so much because I've been looking forward to collaborating with you and just you having me on and um, letting the world know that we're actually from the same town. It's pretty yay, cool. yay, all of it. <laughs> so excited! I know I. I'm telling everybody, you know we're we're from the same same hood, right? You know yeah. we're like sisters, right? So you know? I'm nice, but the buses, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we're from that part of town. Yes, yes, yes. Be careful with those those a leaf girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, before we sign off, can you tell people where they can find you? Sure. I know you're trying to um, put your YouTube out there. You're mm-hmm. beefing your YouTube up. What is your handles? Where can people find you and uh, where can they see you? So I'm on Instagram as um, at Crafting by Myra. And then I'm getting a lot of, I've got three videos already done, edited, ready to upload to YouTube. So I'm only going to be doing that once a week. That's what I'm committing to and that's what I'm going to do. So on YouTube as Crafting by Myra as well. You can find all the links to even Facebook, the Facebook page and stuff like that on my Instagram bio. It takes you to my website and everything's linked there. We'll get all that listed up for y'all so that y'all can find her as well. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make a post in the group so that everyone can find you. Well, thank you so much. It was so nice sitting down and chatting with you. Um, You can catch us um, on Facebook, uh, Resin Society. Join our group. uh, Or if you want to join the Magic Mailer subscription service, send me an email to magicmailers, with an S, 13, at gmail.com. Thanks very much, guys. We'll be talking soon.